Alrighty, hello Creedcast, David here with you again. A uh, bit of a, same, similar to last week, uh, I mentioned last week that the episodes are possibly going to be just one a week at the moment, um, which changes the way I kind of structure them because it's, re, you know, talking about one game while uh, talking about a previous game whilst also pre- previewing another game on them rather than doing the one at the, the, the keeping them separate, uh, which, I, you know, in future will be where I get back to. I do, I do promise that. It's just um, at the moment, it's just um, with... Selling a house and everything that's going on, which I'll get a bit more into that in a moment. It's just, um, yeah, one a week is all I can manage at the moment. Um, kind of just it, just being able to do one recording, even if it's a bit longer, um, I can compartmentalize that part of my life at the moment a bit easier. And it's just been, it's even tonight, uh, finding it, I've only just getting it in. This is, it's 9.30 Saturday night now, Port Play tomorrow afternoon. Um, I'm just getting it in now before we play the sun. So it won't be, you know, I'll preview it a bit at the end, but obviously a lot of people may not get a chance to listen to it before then. Um, so hopefully it's prophetic in a, in a positive way anyway. Um, but yeah, um, we'll get into run it down a bit. I'll uh, talk about um, briefly um, just personal updates uh, first, maybe a, I guess a decently big announcement for us, uh, for everyone that listens, the few, the proud uh, <laughs> that listen to the this podcast appreciate you all as always um so we'll do that and then talk a bit about the sydney win last weekend which was um really impressive and i really enjoyed watching the replay when i finally got a chance to do that on tuesday night uh, i took a few nights as i was doing it so i'll just uh, talk about some of the things that really impressed me and and all that stuff despite the um a little bit of attrition that we uh, came under again in that game and then yeah i'll talk a bit about the suns game tomorrow is what is shaping up to be a, a pretty good big game for both clubs actually it's um, an interesting position for both clubs to be finding ourselves in similar positions to each other and um, and maybe some a lot some hope in the Suns Suns realm, which is um certainly an unusual position um for them, not not knocking them at all. It's just a, it is the way it has been for the first decade or so of their existence. It's um the hope is uh, uh fleeting quite often and 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 often not there. So they're in an interesting position, um maybe in in a good way, and we're in um as this year has gone so far in interesting position in a way that we weren't quite expecting um uh, in a disappointing way. So. Yeah, it's a really interesting position that both clubs find themselves in. But um, yeah, we'll get to that last. Um, first of all, I'll um, get into um, a bit of our personal updates and then yeah, move forward from that. Uh, yeah, uh, but first of all, I guess um, I tweeted it today and not that you know people can say what they want about politics separate separate from sports, but it's always, it's all intertwined. Life and society and sports and everything that happens, art, History, you know, everything, literature, everything is intertwined, um, intertwined with one another. That's how life is. It's a, you know, everything's kind of is a is a is a constantly evolving organism that everything is kind of melding in with each other, and that's how we get art and sport and um, opinions and and great things happening. Is things vibe with each other, and 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 that's why sports to a lot of people the common sense people is so important because we can it can mirror life and it can give us hope and and also the people that represent our teams or whatever can be uh, really um you know give us hope and inspire us in many ways both with sporting exploits as well as who they are as people um so i've often held the and is, history will back this up as well as sports and politics is actually very very interwoven and, and very important and you know you can you can enjoy sports um apolitically but it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that um sports will be what you want it to be if you want it to be completely separate because it never is um whether you're talking about the olympics in 68 or um you know the the, the olympics in ancient times was um kind of political and um a bit of showboating and stuff like that as well and um you know whatever it may be whether it be athletes kneeling or um 
not taking a stand for one reason or another. Uh, but um, so today um, we had a really, you know, devastating and frankly evil um, decision made by the US Supreme Court to overturn Roe versus Wade, which, you know, if you've been living under a rock the last day or so, um, or even if you don't know what Roe Ro versus Wade, it's essentially the constitutional um, protection that um, enshrines in law the... Um, the right for women to um, to safely get abortions in the United States, and with that overturned, means it returns to states, which there are, as we know, there are many unenlightened states in the U.S. which will happily strip those rights back from women, um, and sending the country, you know, sending those areas of the country back at least um, back into the dark ages in many ways, um, as far as as far as their treatment and un- understanding of women. Um, goes and the treatment and respect basically um so just wanted to say that um it is just so disturbing and dis and just saddening that we're we're talking about something like this at this point in time in the, the year 2022 um it's angering to me it's, it's throwing me out just all day it's just been just saddening and angering to me and Unfortunately, there's plenty of people out there that for some reason agree with it um, without um, having any basic... And, you know, that the, they completely dismiss uh, the rights of women and and the rights to... basic right to own your own body and decide what happens within your own body. Um, so, you know, that is something that should be a basic tenet of being a human being is that you have full autonomy of your own body and that's something that's been taken away, um, at least in some states. You know, it has some idiot um that i know put on instagram stories i think like oh just in case you weren't aware roe versus wade doesn't the overturning of roe versus wade doesn't make abortion illegal isn't it yeah yeah we fucking get that you fucking troglodyte it means that in certain states in many states it, it immediately became illegal in a few states and there's it's pretty soon for some others and it means that there's so many millions of women in that country that uh are suddenly having their their rights just stripped right back, and um, and are suddenly in danger. You know, it's it's a second class citizen kind of status when you when you are having the, these kind of decisions about about your body being taken away. And we, it's funny that a lot of these same people that are okay with the, this decision will look at other countries where um, you know genital mutilation and stuff like that happens, and and think, oh god, we couldn't be do that. But then. You know, you're a short, you're a short trip away at the moment, and you you can't. This the mental gymnastics that happens to to make one thing okay and not the other is um an insane place to be for those people. But um, yeah, it's it's disappointing. But all I can say is uh, you know, many you you should always vote and vote and vote hard and vote um as often as you can in any. You know, not often as you can, not um, illegal, but, you know, every election that you can be a part of, you should. But there still needs to be more from the elected officials, Democrats and stuff in, in the US to to make the votes count because there's a lot of things that can be done. They could have been done in the past um, to protect this these kind of things, but it just didn't happen. And, um, and we're kind of reaping the unfortunate um, crop of that right now and, and the fa- failures of the people that have been elected by people wanting to protect these to enshrine these protections in law a bit more and just and you know look a constant the Roe versus Wade should have should have been a lot more deeper this shows how fragile democratic decisions can be 
even things that are kind of pretty enshrined in constitutional amendments, um, it, it can be swiftly overturned if the right kind of, well, the wrong things happen um, in broke. So my diploma just slipped over on the desk there. <laughs> it just scared the shit out of me, actually. Um, anyway, um, but yeah, it's it's just just incredibly saddening. So I, I encourage everyone, obviously, voting and all those things is one of those basic tenets of democracy that we can do. But it's um, there's more. It's more it really put pressure on policymakers and stuff to do more because we do what we can do. I, I don't. I'm you know I'm obviously Australian, but my wife is born and bred in LA. She's you know um, she votes and her vote went the you know. The way um, most um, rational thinking people did um, every election, but um, you know, and the vote went the right way last time. But uh, there's still so much more that can be done once these officials get in. It just hasn't been done. So pressure needs to be put on them. Um, speak, speak out, and and keep kind of the pressure on there. And and, and as well as vote, you still need to like people saying, "Oh, what's the point?" It's like we need, you need to vote and keep the pressure on and hopefully it gets there. I, I'm as much of a cynic as anyone about these things and um, and I, I'm deeply disheartened by the... But, you know, the only thing, you, you can't give up. That's the thing. You've just got to keep driving forward and, and hope that the suppression of these, um, frankly, fascist voices uh, can be can be had rather than um, emboldened. So, yeah, it's a deeply disturbing and dark and unfortunate and devastating kind of day to be a part of the human race but um, the only thing you can do is try to just keep keep moving forward and and not let it um, be defining let it be a, a call to action call to arms whatever it may be um, but really the whole point of this is just to say that um, our hearts are with everyone that is hurting from this kind of decision and um, and we we certainly um, empathize and and uh, that and yeah we just yeah, just really just a, if you're part of the reason this creed thing started was to be just, um, I mean, as a project for us, um, me and the wife during COVID, just to, um, while we were kept apart for a year, um, something we could do online together and we just thought we'd play around with, you know, wife wanted to play around designing some merch, I wanted to do podcasts, so we brought something together and and part of it that we discussed at the start was we wanted to be a fan's voice for what we think um, the Port Adelaide ideals are. And I've always um, been proud of the fact that Port Adelaide is a working class kind of port town um, that's born from the roots of multiculturalism and, and, and a melting pot of ideas. It's not just a little bubble um, that kind of feeds upon itself and doesn't actually it, the very idea of Port Adelaide had to be um, an acceptance of all sorts of cultures and everything because that's what ports are. Um, and and Port Adelaide has long long been a beacon of it, um, of you know you know workers' rights and and social movements on the docks as well for um, minorities working down on the docks and all that kind of stuff. And we've seen it within the our Port Adelaide Footy Club as well with. Um, our, our strong root, our strong connection to um, indigenous footy and indi- indigenous um, community programs, as well as just um, you know our, our acceptance of all all sorts of fans, whether it be whatever creed, color, race, um, sexual sexual um, identification, whatever. Um, that's what Port Adelaide is. So um, that's what we kind of wanted to do with this um, 
is to not just be just a, you know, retweeting Port Adelaide stuff and saying what you think fans should do. We, we're going to be open and and ourselves and our authentic selves in saying what we think is right and we won't, um, you know, there's some fans out there that have dropped off from following us, I think, because of certain beliefs that they have different and that's fine. Um, that's what Twitter or Instagram or whatever you want to be. You get to, um, you know, manage it however you want and if you don't want to hear certain voices, that's fine, but we're not going to apologise for that and that's we're not going to apologise for um, speaking up for just what's right in this world. So, And that's what we think um, Port Adelaide as a club you know, beyond footy, you know, we can argue night and day, and we do every week about what's going on on the footy field for us. And um, but beyond that is um, standing up and being a club to be proud of, no matter what's going on on the field. And that's what we um, we see in this club still. And we, as fans, want to hold those ideals up too. So um, that's why I want to be a safe place for fans, no matter who they are and what they, um, you know, what. Who they are, it's a safe place to be. Um, you know, there will be no discrimination here unless you're a fuckwit, basically. Um, you know, fuckwit isn't a race. It's just, that's just you being a, deciding to be a bad human. So that I will not abide. But beyond that, it's a safe place. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that went a little bit longer than I expected, but um, just what it is. So hopefully you're still listening right now or I haven't I've just... I don't know, the stat, it doesn't let me look at the stats of how long people listen to. It might, maybe this will be the episode that people listen to about seven minutes and just like, nah, I'm out. Um, no. Um, so let me just have a quick break and then I'll get into the announcements because I need a breath and I need to open this beer and have a sip of my beer and then get back into it. So I've been hinting at personal announcements for a while now as we who know that listen know that we've been, uh, we're getting the house ready to sell. Um, part of the reason that I've, <laughs> the podcast has been erratic uh yeah we had photos taken on monday um which was a process to get to that point and now we're um, i think an open house is happening this weekend and so now we're we got the house clean enough for photos but then you know for open house you need to have it clean clean because people you know you need to have it in show position a show um condition so i've got a gardener coming in tomorrow um to kind of do the professional job and just lay some mulch and pull out some more like dude just i don't know i took me ages just to get it to a point of photo presentation and I'm working so I just couldn't do that and then get a cleaner in I've got blocked drain so I've got to get a fucking plumber in to do that stuff as well <laughs> it's, it's just a go 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 as well as working a full-time job in between all that and then trying to figure out what the hell we're doing with all that stuff because the announcement is that um yeah we're uh which is an interesting time to be announcing this after the news of today but we are actually making a move permanently back to the um, US. Um, it was something that we actually, if people, maybe I, I may have alluded to this at times or talked about it, but we were actually in the process of doing that at the end of 2019. Um, better half, the reason she got stuck in the US for a year of COVID while I was here was she flew back. Well, we both actually went back in uh, December 2019, spent Christmas with the in-laws of her family over there. Um, I came back, was going to get stuff shipped over sell the house um and then fly over um we were going to do a couple of trips in between but then i was going to move over there at the end of 2020 of course um we all know it happened in 2020 and worldwide pandemic hit travel shut down couldn't leave australia do all that stuff and it became <laughs> so that's why we didn't see each other for just over a year because it just couldn't happen um until 
you know, if you're going to, anyone was going to fly either, well, I couldn't fly. Um, I couldn't even get like, you know, exemptions for the fact my wife was in the US. It still wasn't going to happen. Whereas she could come back here, um, being that she has a, um, we've done visa stuff for Australia. So she came back eventually after we decided, yeah, come back for a year and then we'll reset reset and see what we're ha- see what's happening. And like I said, during 2020 is when, you know, you see when the account started, the Twitter account started, it was August 2020. We were just, I, uh, one of my mental health things during, because that was an incredibly hard year being alone and um, everything that was going on in the world, obviously COVID, um, the election, uh, the, <laughs> the 2020 election was in heated time as well for someone like me who was passionately wanting um a wannabe wannabe fascist dictator out of out of the one of the most important offices in the world. Um, so it was a hard year, and one of the things I did every week when I had a day off was I actually drove to the Port Club, had a beer, just chilled out down in Port Adelaide, and just kind of found some happy place for a minute. And um, I was driving through Port Adelaide one day, just looking around. Um, I just and I think I went and parked at Pirate Life, had another beer, and um, messaged. The one message the better half and said, "Oh, we, sh- we should. I want to do like some kind of podcast and just be a voice in it, like I just have a voice for Port Adelaide as a fan and and do something that's kind of positive, whether you merch." And she was like, "Oh yeah, I'd love to do some drawings and stuff like that." And and we just went. That's how it kind of started, and so it was was a thing that kind of generated out of us being a part, and um, and it's become something that I really enjoy. Uh, the few that listen to the podcast, I hope you enjoy it too. Um, and it will continue. Um, this move to the US is not um, the death of this at all. Um, in fact, it's um, actually just an evolution, really. Um, so we, she came back here in February twenty like twenty one. Um, we were for a while we were talking about maybe just doing a few more years here. Um, we, we actually talked about moving to Port Adelaide, selling up in from the Grosse Valley and moving down to Port Adelaide. But then it just became got to the point that we we always knew we were going to end up back in the US and again today and lately it's you know it's um a lot of people go geez i'm glad i live in australia and i see all that I'm like it makes you think oh, are we nuts but the fact is you know the Roe versus wade this is like had barely i think i saw most of the things i saw was it was 60 40 most of, like all these things you know republicans don't win or you know conservatives don't win the popular vote i think once in the last fucking countless elections have they actually won the popular vote? Um, Roe versus Wade is mostly an, a positive. Uh, it's got a majority support for women's rights. It's just broken political levers and all that stuff I was talked about on the Twitter a bit today that mean that there's people with um, more... A, a, a minority has more power than it should to dictate what the majority um, does. So that is my way of saying that most of, most of the people in that country are good Um just like there's no more good or bad in that country than there is in Australia. And I like to kind of point that out to because there's a lot of voices in Australia that would love this stuff too. And we're just lucky. That is where Australia is a bit luckier is that the political levers are just a little bit more um, controlled to be able to stop that kind of dissenting voice get through. Um, but, you know, we saw it in this last election. There was a decent little right-wing um, voice trying to push through. Um, luckily, it didn't. But yeah, it's the same thing in America. It's actually it's it's a minority. It's just there is the gerrymandering and all that, that takes place in America means that those kind of things can happen. So yeah, it's Australians are lucky in the country they live. But to me, um, you know, I lived there for five years, so I have a 
and a lived experience of what the country is like. And my wife's obviously from there. Um, it's actually, I lived there for five years and never, yeah, I am conscious, you know, con- cognizant of the fact that, um, you know, the random shooting thing is a, is a fear, that kind of stuff. Um, but I never actually felt unsafe where I was. And luckily in Oregon and, and Eugene, Oregon, a college town, a quite liberal college town, um, you know, kind of, I was within, I was among my people, I guess you could say. And we're looking to move, where our move will be shortly to, in it for a short term period, uh, to back with her family in LA just to, once we get there and then very quickly um, moving to uh, Portland, Oregon. So that's um, where we got married. Um, obviously, where we met was at the University of Oregon, just south of Portland. Um, it's just that. Portland, I've always said, is a home for me. It's like my second home, and it's, and it's really it's actually a place I feel have always felt more comfortable than I have almost anywhere else in the world. I don't know why Portland and Oregon just is a place that vibes with me. It's a beautiful, con- beautiful piece of the world. Some of the most beautiful countryside in the world. The fact that um, Eugene, Oregon, <laughs> Eugene had two rivers flowing through it that were, you know, better rivers than really anything we've got in Australia. <laughs> just two right through that town, and float the river in summer or. A beautiful, cool. I'm I'm a winter. I'm a winter lover as well, so I love the cool winter. The the winters there, and um, it's just a place I love and a place I feel at home. And so we were always planning to go back there at some point. And after thinking about it, we just doing moving down to Adelaide or Port Adelaide as we hope to do. And it's still still something I'd love to have done. It's just doing to doing that move, knowing there's a future one ahead anyway, and a future one as big as this one, which is moving um, con- continents. I just didn't want to do that later and start that process again in five years and be more tired and more and you know if we're going to do it we might as well do it now um and it's something that um i'm incredibly excited for as well just so once we'd finally made the decision it just felt like oh now the weight is well and truly on my shoulders at the moment with all the stuff we have to get done but the weight of wondering is off my shoulders and i feel incredibly excited for it it's a um my future study plans are there is what I want to do is there. Um, there's some projects, um, sports writing, stuff like that, that um, I've got a, one of my best friends, uh, groomsman in a wedding, works, for a major, works in major sports media over there and we've got some you know ideas that we're floating around and, um, and there's just certain things and I'll talk about that more um, as I get over there and in the future. Obviously, I'll keep everyone in the loop on that stuff but... Um, yeah, as as far as it pertains to this, um, yeah, there'll be an evolution. What we do, I'm keeping the podcast going. The merch stuff, we're still trying to figure out because obviously it won't be here. So it'd be whether I can do find one of those, you know, a, a way to do it that I can still do it and sell it. So we're going to try and figure that out, and that'll just be happening over the next year as we make the move and all that stuff. But um, yeah, it's uh, this will continue and. I'm planning to keep the you know the membership and tickets and stuff, and I'm going to find a way to whether it be, like you know, I'm going to find a way to give them away every week, um, the way of giving back and and I, I want to keep the memberships and you know it could be you could call it selfish but whatever it's I'm paying the membership and um, if we make a grand final like that membership tickets guaranteed and I'll fly back for that grand final even if I'm not making games and I, you know people might go oh you didn't go to the other games but. Trust me, if you're flying back for a grand final, you're pretty dedicated as a fan. I think people know that. Um, but yeah, and like I said, I'll be trying to give back the tickets to the fan. Like, you know, <laughs> this year, actually, I haven't been able to give them away at times. So 
whether that'll work, but um, they'll be there for fans next year who need, need a couple of tickets and don't want to pay the pricing. Um, they'll be there, unless obviously when we fly back, and I hope to visit regularly enough, um, we'll have tickets to use as well. So that's kind of one of the plans, um, obviously, to keep the memberships and find a way to use that um, as a positive way with us and what we do with the Creed to give back to some Port fans. Um, and yeah, keep the keep the podcast going because I enjoy it. And hopefully once um, I move over there and life settles a bit more and my wife and I, because we work separate schedules at the moment too, which is part of the reason we need to make the move because just work-life balance that has, has not been working here and um, that's what we want to find over there as well. Um, and, uh, and there's stuff I want to do with Port Adelaide there. I actually am excited. I've talked about it. I'm going to reach out to a few people now. I hope there's probably a few that probably know who they are if they're listening. Um, yeah, I'll, you'll hear from me at some point in the next few weeks or months. I don't know when I'll actually start this more vigorously. But um, yeah, I've talked about it with my, my best friend that lives in Portland. Another one of my groomsmen in the wedding. Um, he He's a Port fan now because he met me 12 years ago at college in Oregon. And then obviously being a sports nut like me and when he found out I was Australian and I told him there was one choice of teams and one choice alone and he's he's taken that on board and he's been over here since and gone to a game and all that stuff. Um, I've mentioned it to him ages ago. I was like, we should start something, whether it be try to organise a bit more Port fan kind of stuff in the US. Um, well, I'm not sure if I'm talking how I'll go about it, whether it's, but I do like the idea of making some kind of fan um, association or group in the US Um because we do have a fair few fans over there and I'd love to kind of, um, I think now that my journey is taking us there, um, that's where, you know, this Creed thing has always been something that's going to be evolve. Uh, yeah, it was always going to evolve into something else. Um, or was it, or we don't know what was going to happen when we started. It was like we were going to be here and then, but then, you know, we're, it's evolving as we go and um, something's really exciting. So, um, yeah, I was now that we've made this decision, then this is going to evolve into possibly something that we can um, organise as fans in the US and, and kind of build a bit of an international kind of thing because I think it's um, it's just super exciting when people, there's so many people over in the US getting into the sport and it'll be cool to have our voice kind of organised in the US as a place for you know, if fans want kind of to find a family. Like we um, have a really strong... Port family and the connection to Port Adelaide and everything here, it's um, to have that extension um, somewhere else would be really cool to have and a way to bring more people to this club and, and be fans of the club. So something I'm really excited to kind of explore and uh, see where it takes us. But um, it's all stuff that's uh, just, it's an open open canvas. It's a blank canvas for us to kind of explore and figure out what we're doing. So, um, but yeah, really excited for it. Can't bloody, it's, it will be, it is tough, especially at the moment. I'm not getting to games because of all the shit going on as well. And it'll be, it's the one thing that um, me and my wife always say, if we could just have Oregon and Port Adelaide like together um, with a little bit of LA, like the part, parts of LA we like, um, King Taco, uh, one of my favourite um, Mexican places down there. Um, just all these places together, we'd be, have the perfect life. That's not how it works and you have to make decisions. Um, based on what's best for the family and um, at the moment that's just where our journey's taking us and but Port Adelaide is one of the is one of the most important things in my life um, this club as well so that's why it's this thing that we're doing is evolving and and I actually look forward to strangely 
uh, we'll probably have more time for this once we get over there and get things a little bit more balanced in the work-life balance. And after working some, well, I'm six and a half years into what I've been doing, um, and a few holidays in there and here and there, but especially since COVID, no real holidays in the last couple of years and working really hard and quite stressful work during COVID and customer service during COVID has been um, one of the most thankless jobs. <laughs> um, it's getting worse and worse all the time too. So I'm looking forward to taking a few months. I will be taking a few months just completely off work and while well, green card and stuff gets done. Um, but it'll be a welcome break to kind of reset and and I will have actually more time to kind of settle into what this will be and um, certainly podcasts and stuff because I want to, obviously the women's team starting starting very soon. I want to actually start doing some just just thought like, you know, give them their equal due that they deserve as well in podcasting about Port Adelaide. So all that kind of stuff will be a little bit more erratic over the coming next month or two but once actually house sale happens and all that stuff will start to smooth out and certainly into next season i'm really excited to to have more time for this um strangely even if i am halfway across the world i'll have more time for it so um yeah it's um it's a tough decision in many ways but also hasn't been tough at all if that makes sense i think people have made big big decisions in their life that were stressful but were right we'll understand what that means it's tough because you leave. You know, there's certain things you are leaving behind, and um, you know it's, an, it's it's such a international world now. It's very easy to communicate with people all over the world, and um, and certainly the connection is very easy to keep if you make the effort. And as much as I don't like international travel regularly, I will be getting back here as much as I can, and and certainly taking in everything that Port Adelaide is just like I said, such a, one of the most important things in my life. So it will be. Um, here or here or far, it um, will never be far from my heart. That almost sounded poetic, but um, I didn't mean it to. Anyway, um, yeah, that's a long-winded uh, announcement. Actually, <laughs> between um, having a having a, a crack about and just venting about the um, decisions today by Supreme Courts, and then talking about that, I've gotten to half an hour on this one. So what I'll actually do is um, release this one as just announcements and stuff like that, um, and uh, I'll do the do the other one separate. So to keep it kind of clean um, so people can listen to whichever one they want. So, yeah, that will be that'll be that. Um, anyway, feel free to shoot us a DM on Twitter or whatever, social media, or just add us or whatever. And um, if you have any questions about stuff like, what are we doing? What are, why are you doing it? I really still, even after you've explained all that, I don't understand exactly why you're doing it. I'll be happily try to explain. I know some people still um, see... The U.S. so much through the media, and and unfortunately, a lot of it is negative. But I can I can just I can just guarantee you, there's so much beauty and love in that country as well. It's just unfortunately, like like many things, a lot of the big news is often negative, and and there is some big things, and there is a myriad of problems there that um, are unique to that country as well. But part of it is I do have a strong kind of you know political opinions and whatnot, and I do feel a certain sense of I would like to be there. For, I mean, I studied history at college, so I want to be there to... Um, and my wife and I both want to be make sure we're there for some, you know, big decisions, big moments, and and try to be um, a positive voice there as well. So it's just it's just where we're meant to be. Um, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, it's just yeah where we're meant to be now. Um, and that's, that's basically where the decisions come from. And we're both completely content and... Probably the first time, um, you know, we've been married six and a half years now. And the first time I've really been truly 
content with the decision is when we finally just, you know, uh, it's been hard for some family haven't been as understanding as we would have liked and stuff like that. Um, here, obviously, the ones over there are stoked to see us more often, I think. But um, it's just where we're meant to be and um, and we both feel so content with the decision. Um, and that's probably the most important thing is we made this decision, started talking about it just before Christmas. Oh, I brought it up to her and she said she'd be back there in a second if she could. Um, and I said, well, it's kind of like it's been just in the back of my mind for so long, like a little, you know, just a little ignoring and away back there. And um, since we actually openly talked about it, it's just it's, it hasn't been anything else. But, yeah, this is what we want to do. And that's uh, it's a fair few months back now and we're still at that same point. So and uh, putting the going through the putting the house, getting the house in the market and all that stuff at no point has it felt like. Oh, wait, are we sure we want to do this? And even today, um, the Roe versus Wade stuff makes you go, oh, jeez. Because like, everyone does that thing on Twitter where it's like, oh, jeez, America's a shit show. Wouldn't want to be there. They're all idiots, whatever um, that you see out there. Um, yeah, even after all that, I'm just like, nah, I know I know the people there. I know the country and the place that I love. Um, yeah, some of the country I wouldn't fucking go near at the moment, but the place in that country, the it's the United States and there's... Many of those states um, that are great fucking places to be and where we're going is one of those places, thankfully. So we're completely at peace and it's really exciting. So looking forward to kind of sharing that journey now along along the way. Um, and certainly, yeah, like I said, getting into some of the stuff that these ideas I've had uh, are not really well formed yet about what we're going to do over there as far as any kind of port fan club or whatever, US-based, US-based creed people's <laughs> see i haven't even got a fucking name in mind yet but um really excited to get into it i know there's some great people over there and great port fans i'm really excited to kind of network with a bit more and and be a voice there you know there's, there's people here that live in port adelaide and there's some great people um great people that do a lot of port adelaide content here um and they're kind of doing they're just continuing to do a great job and i've just always tried to find my place here and I, I love the podcast and I think it's it, I do what I do okay, at an okay standard but um, it just feels right to just find a different way forward with it and um, doing something in the US and continuing to do this as well just is really exciting so yeah keen for it anyway I started wrapping up about four or five minutes ago and then continued on for a bit so we'll finish that one up here and like I said I'll probably release this one as its own standalone thing so people can listen to it if they want and um, if they don't, then they can just go straight on to the, uh, the other one, which will actually talk a lot more footy. So yeah, cheers for listening. Um, yeah, like I said, just add us, DM us, whatever. Um, if you have more questions or just, you know, want to chat. So, yeah. Always keen for it. Um, yeah. No worries. Count the pair. <laughs>